Thank you, Jesus. You know, look, look. The Bible says without a vision, people perish. People are perishing. Or people cast off restraint, some translations say. There's no purpose. Why? Should we go, but with the, a vision, gives, it gives you something to, to press to. And so the Lord gave me vision years ago that the whole ministry is based on. And I, I realized that's what it was. And basically, to define it all and break it all down, it's uh, uh, to show South Central Kentucky and the world who Jesus really is. Because people just don't really know who Jesus really is. And, and uh, you know, that'd be especially important. I've been on a few mission trips, uh, but, and I enjoy it. Uh, but that's not, that's not my primary calling like Mike Rabel, uh, Apostle Mike Rabel. Uh, he's going back to Mexico. Praise God. Amen. And uh, uh, I guess he's, if he's not 70, he's close. And he's going, he's, uh, he's going to, uh, back to uh, central Mexico to live. Amen. And because he's got the, uh, several churches that he founded and uh, appointed a pastor and left them and then he was uh, in a felt led to go to another country where they cut your head off for preaching Jesus and he was there for a few years and then he came back and he pastored a church in Illinois for uh, about a decade and and uh, was time to move on from that and so he started traveling again and went to Mexico and and uh, all those churches, you know, they want him to come and spend more time and stuff. So uh, him and him and Elaine are going back, praise God. And so that's his calling uh, the, the nations, and especially Mexico, because he's been there for years and years and years, ever since he was in his early 20s. And uh, that's, just, that's just fantastic. When that, where I'm a pastor, I'm here. And so my concern is the culture of the people here, reaching the people here, what it takes to reach the people here and, and grow the people up here. And then Jesus said, show people who I really am. Because a lot of people here don't know. They know about him and they know some things about him and some know him somewhat. But to really know, to show people who he really is because some people have uh, wrong ideas and wrong thinking you know some people think that that he is just so much a god of love such a marshmallow that it doesn't matter what anybody does he just loves everybody so much no matter what and it doesn't require anybody to change now he does love everybody no matter what but uh he loves you so much he's not going to let you stay that way amen and that's part of what the preaching of the gospel's for uh, the preaching of the word of God the, the word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword uh, so so that's important uh, and uh, uh, feeding the sheep is important because you know a whole lot of a whole lot of uh, Protestant which is not not Catholic not following the Catholic tradition Protestant it's the word Protestant means we're protesting against their doctrine their theology we have our own theology which is based on the bible the new testament and and uh 
Uh, so we're, we're called Protestant or evangelical Christians, meaning we evangelize. We believe in sharing the story of Jesus to, to uh, make disciples, just like the, just like the gospel says. Uh, but a whole, a whole lot of people who would claim that description, they think, well, once you get saved, that's it. You know, that's all there is to it. You know, you've, you've reached that goal. But really, it's not it. It's just the beginning. And uh, uh, if you think that way, you're going to miss out on so much stuff that God's got for us. Because uh, Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that means that what he, what he was way back then, he still is today. And he will be t tomorrow and what he said, he's still saying. What he did, he's still doing. Uh, so, uh, and, and people need to know that. And people need to understand that. And then some people think that God's mad. And God is a strict tyrant and, and a God of judgment and just ready to condemn anybody and everybody. And, and, and that's not true at all. He's not willing that any would perish, but that all would come to repentance. He's, not, he's, he, he's patient. You know, a day with the Lord is like a thousand because he wants everybody to, 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 to come to know him. And uh, so it's, a, it's, it's important what you hear about him and, un, and understand. And uh, uh, when you get saved, it's not done. It's just beginning. It's just the beginning. And, and, and this is for anybody. You know, I think some people think, well, there's there's a... Uh, like levels of Christians, you know, in categories. A, you know, uh, 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 the the A group A's and the group B's and the group C's and is is uh, the A's are worth more than the B's and the B's are worth more than the C's and the C's are worth more than the D's. Now God wants us all to be A's, and there's plenty of room for us all to be A's and and. Plenty of things for us to do and, and, and believe God. Uh, but the enemy doesn't want you to know that. He doesn't want you to know that you can be A. Amen. When I, when I really first started seeing some things in the gospel and I, I'd rededicated my life, I really, you know, uh, reading the gospels, I really began to think that only preachers uh, and only some preachers were really saved, were really doing the Word of God, going into all the world and preaching the gospel because a lot of people, you know, just didn't seem to be bearing any fruit whatsoever other than showing up at church every now and then. Amen. And, and uh, God loves us. Thank God we're not saved by our works. We're saved by His grace. But uh, that was a little bit harsh judgment. And uh, I've mellowed out some since then. But uh, it is God's will for us to be fruitful. Amen. And produce. He's the vine and we're the branches. And if we, if we stay grafted into Him, we ought to bear some fruit. Amen. And uh, so, uh, you know, there was some talk going on last night in the back room, and somebody had asked Dr. Jacobs, you know, uh, and we've been talking about words the last couple of weeks. Uh, faith without words is dead. Faith without the right words. You've got to speak to lay hold of anything and everything. You've got to, you've got to believe it in your heart and then speak it with your mouth. That's, that's what faith without corresponding actions is dead and part of those corresponding actions is saying the right thing and and stop saying the wrong thing 
and that's where we're at and what we're teaching right now. But I, wanted, I want us to just to look at a few verses here and uh, uh, discuss some things because Dr. Jacob said one of the reasons people don't do it and say and pray and speak the Word of God is they, 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 they really don't believe it'll work for them. You know, well, I, why, would I, why would I waste my time doing that? Amen, if you really don't believe it. And, and see, that, that is why it is important to hear the Word of God, and it's, a, it's important to go. Dr. Dufresne always said, and I love everybody, don't get mad at me, but Dr. Dufresne always said, life and death depends on where you go to church. Amen, and it really does. If you, if you, if you get sick, uh, and, and now we've had people to die on us. Amen, and we were trying to teach them the Word of God. Amen, and hearing the Word and doing the Word are two different things. Amen, and we have people here, praise God, that did the Word and are still with us. <laughs> Thank God. Amen, and you know what a marvelous uh, testimony we have in Misty. Praise God, she would be dead. And uh, uh, I'm so glad she's not uh, uh, myself because uh, she's a blessing to me. But she heard the word and believed the word and did the word of God. And as a matter of fact, the day she got healed, she had said something to Gideon along the lines of, uh, I'm going to be healed tonight. Amen, because he said, Mama, you're, you're, you're dying, aren't you? And she said, no, I'm going to be healed tonight. I'm going to receive my healing tonight. And she did. Amen. And when it was time to receive prayer, she wasn't going to let nothing stop her. She's like the woman with the issue of blood. She's going to go up there and get hers. And she did. And anybody can do that. Amen. But now what she had done, she had been getting in the Word of God and studying for a whole year, building her faith. And, 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 and she said, you know, if that woman with the issue of blood can believe God and, and receive from him, then I can believe God. If, and, and hearing the word is how she did it. And so she was getting ready, even though she wasn't coming to our church, she was reading and studying. She was still had a feeding tube in her belly and uh, too weak to do anything. You know, sometimes she could take nourishment and sometimes she couldn't. You know, it, 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 it'd make her sick. Can you imagine not eating for almost two years? No hamburgers. No bacon and eggs. No biscuits and gravy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She's thankful she's healed. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. But uh, she believed and she received. So we can do the word and the word of work, we, we, but we must hear. We must hear the right, right thing. So Dr. Dufresne always said, life and death depends on where you go to church. Could depend on where you go to church. Because some churches, a lot of churches, especially around here, this is the Bible Belt. This is the buckle of the Bible Belt. And most of your Methodists and Baptists would believe something like, we believe God can do anything. We believe He can. You know, our God can do anything. Uh, but they just don't know if He will. And the Bible teaches us that, that, that he will, if we'll believe him. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. So God turns, turns it and puts it back on us. Amen. Ask and ye shall receive. What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, 
and you will have them. So there's an there's a element to receiving. And so many people are still praying, Lord, please heal so-and-so. And we get great prayer chains and great people joining in with our prayer request, asking God to do something that he says he's already done. Because Jesus already took those stripes 2,000 years ago for our healing before he ever went to the cross. Amen. See, when we pray for somebody to get saved, we don't say, Jesus, would you please get back up on the cross and, and uh, shed some of your blood for so-and-so? Because they need to be saved. No, we don't say that. We believe he's already shed his blood and that salvation's there. They just have to believe it and receive it. And if any of us are saved, we did that. If you hadn't done that, I don't know. Hey, I'm, not your, I'm not your judge, but I, I, I want to stay accurate to the Bible, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So healing's the same way. Financial prosperity's the same way. You've got to believe it and say it. Believe it in your heart, confess it with your mouth, and, and do right things and stop doing wrong things. Amen. If you go to the riverboat three, three nights a week and throw away thousands of dollars, I don't care how much you make, you're, not, you're probably not going to get ahead unless you're a really good gambler. Amen. Unless you, know, unless you know something most people don't know. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we're, you know, we're taught to be good stewards. Amen. Hallelujah. And unless you're winning more than you lose, which very few do, amen, they're, they're, they're there in that business because most people lose. Most people lose a lot. And so they're, they're there to get rich. They're not there, you know, most people aren't winning. Amen. And most people aren't winning the lottery. Amen. But some people just keep throwing it away, throwing it away, throwing it away. Amen. And uh, uh, there's better things to do with your money for sure. Praise God. So uh, what you're being taught is so important. The whole counsel of the Word of God. And the Bible's full of so much good stuff. Amen. And uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. It says that in Proverbs 18, 21. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And he, and he that loveth it will eat the fruit of it. Amen. That means if you love the Word and love what God's Word said, then you're going to practice and you're going to try to make sure that life is coming out of your mouth. Amen, and not death. Praise God. And stop talking defeat and stop talking about all your pains and all that what the doctor said and I'm afraid of this and I'm afraid of that. And, 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 and that's really what we're talking about. And you've got to stop doing that. You've got to start saying, by stripes I'm healed. My youth's renewed like the eagles. Or my God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory. Or I thank God I, I have the mind of Christ. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. He always leads us in triumph. Uh, something like that. So here in, here in Romans 12, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, I say this all the time, and uh, uh, for nearly 40 years, I've really focused on the epistles. Amen. Uh, the New Testament epistles, the letters from uh, Paul and the other apostles uh, that were to the churches after Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. And, 
and therefore being part of this dispensation of grace. Which dispensation we're still in. Amen, the dispensation of grace. Hallelujah. So what was for them in Romans is still for us today. In 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, in Peter and in John and Colossians and you know, Ephesians, Galatians. All those are for today. They're in the same dispensation that we're in. If you can believe that and understand that, and if you rightly divide the Word of God, you'll find out that that's so very true. Amen. Uh, uh, the New Testament, the Acts of the Apostles, is really the Acts of the Holy Ghost through the, through the Apostles. Amen. And uh, there's, no, there's no the end in the book of Acts because it's still going on. Amen. It's still being written, praise God. It's still happening. He's still the same. The Holy Ghost is still, is still real and still working and still vital. Still so very, very vital and important. And I'm so glad, praise God, that when I rededicated my life, I fell in amongst the Pentecostals that believed in being filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and, and to confirm that, I had read that because God was dealing with me and drawing me in because of my mother's prayer and because he's married to the backslider. And so I was reading, and I was reading in John 14 and 15 about the Comforter who the Father would send in my place, the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he would teach you, and he would show you. Amen. And Mama was all time saying, because she was going to Pentecostal churches, she was saying, you know, oh, well, we had a great service last night. Two or three people got filled with the Holy Ghost. And uh, I didn't know what she was talking about, but I figured it was good because she was presenting it as something that was good. Amen. And... Uh, so then when I read that in, in the Bible, after putting two and two together, hallelujah, this is that Holy Ghost that Mama's talking about. This is what she's talking about. Amen. So the night I went to uh, the altar, I didn't go to go to the altar. I just went to hush Mama up because she was been on me. Amen. And uh, so I was going to appease her. And, and uh, you know, I got, she had it all set up. We was trapped into it. And uh, had seats saved right up second row, right up front, dead center. And got us right in there amongst the fire, praise God. And uh, when they got the devils broke off of me, in my inner man, I was backslid. And I really wanted to be right with God. Way down deep inside. Way, way down there, deep inside. I had to get all that junk broke off of me. And I found myself at that altar, make a long story short. And... Uh, 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 a brother came and a preacher, preacher guy, you know, I could tell he, he knew what he was doing. He was in, had somewhat of authority and he walked up there and put his arm around me and started praying with me. And, and uh, so I said, are, are you a preacher? And I said, he said, yes. And I said, well, pray for me to get the Holy Ghost. And uh, I, oh, I said, uh, I think I said, pray for the person I was with there because uh, they needed it too. Uh, they needed Jesus bad. And then I said, uh, Pray for me to get the Holy Ghost because I knew what Mama had told me and then I'd read about it. And see, I thought, I didn't know there was preachers who believed in it and preachers who didn't. And we all packed the same Bible. See, Jesus said, by the traditions of men, you make the Word of God of none effect. Amen. So you can say, well, you don't need that Holy Ghost stuff. You need to watch out for that Holy Ghost stuff. And there has been excess. And then maybe some of the criticism that you've heard is not right at all. Amen. I've heard so many people, and I've, I've actually stopped to do it, and uh, I had XM radio in my truck when I had my truck, and sometimes I was on the road a lot, 
And sometimes I'd listen to Joel Osteen. I'm just going to go ahead and admit it. I listen to Joel Osteen. And he's a preaching man. His daddy was a preaching man. And now he's, criti he's criticized because he's been on Oprah and he wouldn't come right out and condemn homosexuality and judge them and say that they're sinners and saying that they're going to hell. So all the religious people said, oh, he backed down on the Word of God. And he's been accused of this, accused of that, accused of living in a big house. But all that comes from the books he's writing. You know, there's Stephen King lives in a big house. But you'll go watch his movies and just... You know, eat a big bucket of popcorn and drink two Pepsis and burp and, and, and not think anything about Stephen King's house. Amen, but let a preacher sell some books and, and, and get a house and, and it's horrible. Amen, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with the way we're thinking? I'll tell you what's wrong with us, the way we're thinking. We are so influenced by people. And if somebody that you respect is critical of Joel, whether you've ever even heard of Joel, automatically you jump on that bandwagon and you're critical of him. Amen. Well, I don't like this. I don't like that. And you don't, you don't even know why. And that's, that's why pol politicians have to be so good at just spitting it out. Amen. And laying it on thick. Because some dummies are going to believe it. Some dummies are going to buy it. Amen. Hallelujah. we got to quit being dummies. Amen. And demand and expect some truth. Amen. And not something that's, 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 that's going to make it better for us and not everybody else. That's selfish. Amen. And let me say this. And we cannot. We cannot say, well, it's, it really doesn't matter. I'm not going to get involved. Do you have children? Do you have grandchildren? Do you understand what you're saying? I, I, I'm, I'm not going to get my hands dirty with it. Amen. What are you leaving to your children and your grandchildren? When you think like that, what kind of world are you expecting them to live in? I never dreamed I would be facing the things that I face today and seeing the things that I'm seeing today. And, and, and stuff that is so abnormal, trying to be called normal and shoved down my throat. When I've got a Bible and there was, there was Ten Commandments and Jesus came to fully fulfill them all, but they were all right. Their principles are right and, 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 and you'll do well to live by them. You'll do well not to be a liar. You'll do well not to commit adultery. You'll do well not to kill. Amen. You'll, you, not, not to bear false witness. Praise God. That means you don't lie. Amen. And everybody, truth is just a, a lost commodity anymore. Amen. And Christians, we stand on truth and the Word of God is truth. We can't live without it. We can't let it go. I can't let it go. Hallelujah. This country was founded, uh, the, the, the whole Constitution, when you read it, if you took time to read it, it sounds like you're reading the Bible. I wonder why. Because the guys who wrote it were reading the Bible. And they, they meant for it to sound like it. Amen. They worshiped the one true God. Amen. And, and so that was reflected in everything. And that's why it's been the best government that there ever has been on this planet because it's based on the Word of God. And now you watch and see every, uh, the people who are wanting to change it. Amen. They, they don't want. They don't want marriage to be between one man and one woman like it, like it was in the garden. They want to, they, no, that's too old-fashioned. No, it is. It, and, and, and there, were, there, was, there was wicked people in the Old Testament. But it didn't change the Word of God, and it didn't change what was right and what was wrong. Right was right, and wrong was wrong. You can't change wrong to right because it's 2022.
Can't do it. Got to stay with the Word of God and honor the Word of God. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know how I got off on that, but that's good anyway. That, that will help you. Amen. And, and, and we've got to be concerned about our country. And we've got to stand up and pray and believe God. And we did some praying tonight. Amen. That people's eyes would be opened up. Amen. And that darkness would be exposed. Amen. And, 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 and recognized. Amen. Hallelujah. Really exposed. Praise God. Now, I don't care if a Republican or Democrat or, or Libertarian or whatever they are. Amen. Right's right and wrong's wrong. And, and we the people deserve right. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, back to Romans 12. I'm not even going to get to my notes. But I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable God, which is your reasonable service. Now, I was trying to say when I got on that sidetrack that the epistles are where we live today. Somebody said, somebody wrote a song. Basic instruction before leaving earth. Bible, B-I-B-L-E. Basic instruction before leaving earth. When you read these epistles, you're getting basic instruction before leaving earth. And you can find out how to live. I, I, I knew this when I was a baby preacher. When I, you know, when I was just getting a hold of this. I knew that if I read the New Testament every day and fed on the Word of God, I was going to be all right. Amen. And I knew if I taught my people to do that, that if they really stayed with the Word of God, they would be all right. And I didn't have to spend so much time. You, you, you ever notice Brother Copeland? He's teaching us how to believe God. And he's not up there saying this is sin and that's sin and you don't need to do this. You don't need to drink this and smoke that. And you know He don't have to spend a, a half-hour program saying this is wrong and that's wrong and this is wrong and that's wrong. And that man don't even drink coffee. Or Coca-Cola. I mean, all he drinks is water. He, he won't even eat sugar. He won't, he won't even eat a cookie. Because he don't want to defile his temple. And he's as old as he is and as spry as he is. And, and he can stand up and say, I feel better than I ever have in all my life when he's uh, 80. <laughs> Brother Copeland. 85. And he won't, he won't even eat a cookie. Now, Gloria will, will, you know, will, will eat a cookie. May make it last all day or all week. But, but Brother Copeland won't. Hallelujah. But he's not up there preaching that. He's preaching how, how, how we can believe God. How we can build our faith. Praise God. Amen. Because that's what's going to help us. Amen. But if we read these epistles, then I wouldn't have to say as much about it. But there's a whole world out there that doesn't. There's a whole church world out there that doesn't read the Word of God. So we can't be mute when it comes to the Word of God. But this is basic instruction before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E. So he says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Now, now right there we can see he called them brethren. So we're talking about born again people. You become my brother when you get born again. I become your brother when I get born again. We're brothers because we're both born again, brothers and sisters because we're born again. He's talking to born again people. They've been born again in the spirit. They did what Romans 10 says. They believed in their heart and confessed with their mouth the Lord Jesus. Now we're in Romans 12. I beseech you therefore brethren we're moving on down the road a little bit in this letter that he's writing to them. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God. Brothers this is serious. I'm trying to tell you something brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters I want you to listen. And this is what you need to do. 
that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Now, there's so much more said than, than, than a lot of people see. So we're talking to brothers. I really want you to listen to me, pay attention. You need to present your bodies. This is the house that we live in. Amen. If you really walked with God and really waited out deep, you might spit out your cookie. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. God forbid you get saved enough to spit out biscuits and gravy. Amen. But it could, it could, it could happen. But you, you don't have to eat all the biscuits and gravy. You understand what I'm saying? And so and it's not just about what you eat, but there's so much stuff we do besides eating. Amen. Uh, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. That means that your body belongs to God. You're going to live for God. Amen. Holy, acceptable to God, a living sacrifice. You're not living for yourself. You're living for God, which is your reasonable service. That's just what you're supposed to do. Then he goes, and do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So uh, don't think like the world thinks. Don't be in the form of the world. Don't think like the world thinks. Amen. Hallelujah. Boys are boys and girls are girls. What parts you got? That's what, God's not wrong. God didn't make no mistakes. Amen. That we have to change the Constitution and everything else because, you know, God made a mistake. That, that's a lie from hell. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Dr. Sumrall said he's, he's, he's glad pigs didn't think that way or we wouldn't get no more bacon. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Me too. Hallelujah. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We renew our mind by learning what the Word of God says. Feeding on the Word of God says. That's what this is talking about. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You're feeding on the Word of God. You're proving. That word prove is like a lawyer. Try, if you have a defense attorney and you're in trouble, he tries to prove you innocent. And the prosecuting attorney, he tries to prove you guilty to the jury. Amen. We need to prove to ourselves what the will of God is. Amen. By renewing our minds. God does want me healed. Healing is the children's bread. Prosperity is not of the devil. Why, isn't it in red letters? Jesus said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, all in red, shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom? Yeah. Why, Jesus wouldn't tell us that and then tell us, oh, we've got to shun the prosperity gospel. Watch anybody who talks about prosperity. That's a lie from hell. Yeah. Amen. God wants you blessed. He loves you. Yeah. Amen. That'd be like the, 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 uh, Bethany telling Harrison he couldn't have no breakfast. Right? Something that he, you know, he needs his breakfast. Amen. We're going to take care of our children. I want to see my children succeed. Amen. I don't want to see Beth and Andrew living in the projects and, you know, in the welfare line and on food stamps. I like to see them prosperous. Amen. Hallelujah. I like him to drive a shiny car. When he gets a new one before, I'm happy. Amen. I like to see him wearing pretty shoes. Amen. I like to see my babies looking good. Amen, don't you? Yes. Well, I'm created in the image of God. 
And, and I can't love them near as much as God loves me. So we get wrong thinking, but we got to prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. How do we do that? By the Word of God. Amen? Now, now one, one more little verse here. And I'm getting close to being out of time. And this is what I want you to know. The Word of God will work for you. You have, the believers do have authority. Some, see, some people don't like people when you pray in faith and believe God and, and make declarations because they say, well, they're telling God what to do. They're bossing God. I heard one preacher, and he's supposed to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't know. He was filled with pride that day. But he said, some of these name it and claim it people, I think they got more faith in God. Amen. And, and he, was, he was, uh, had a religious spirit on him that day. I think they have more faith in God. Amen. No, when we say what God says, faith pleases God. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Did he never read that? Amen. Hallelujah. See, people just get on tangents that aren't on according to the Word of God. And we're all human. So thank God we're teachable. We can be teachable and we can learn and we can repent. Amen. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So he's saying, this, don't, think, don't be puffed up. Don't think you're better than you are. But on the other hand, there are some people who don't think high enough of ourselves. There needs to be a balance. You don't need to think too high. We don't need to think too low. We need to think according to the Word of God and humble ourselves to what God says, the perfect will of God. Amen. And know what the will of God says. So uh, think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. God has given us, it's in the box, the ability to believe God. And faith comes by hearing. It says that in Romans 2. And hearing by the Word of God. So you and you and everybody listening that's a believer, first thing you need to believe is that Jesus died for my sins, that He shed His blood for my sins, and He was the Lamb of God, and He rose from the dead the third day for my sins. And that if I would believe in my heart, confess with my mouth, I would be saved. That's the first thing you need to believe and confess and say. And then go on. Then you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Get baptized in the Holy Ghost. It's in there, but it's like the devil tries to hide it, and, and religious people get afraid of it. Yeah. Praise God. And, uh, you know, somebody said it this way. Uh, you know, if, if, if you had a brain tumor, you know, you wouldn't want a BMW mechanic doing your brain surgery. You know, he might put a fuel injector in there. Amen. Or a catalytic converter out your ear. Amen. No, you won't. If, you, if, if you're really going to have brain surgery, it'd be nice to have some. And maybe somebody who's done it a time or two. And, and done, it, done it several times, and they lived. You wouldn't want somebody who's done it a hundred times, and they all died. If you could get a choice. No, you'd want somebody that's done it a hundred times, and they lived. Amen. Well, hallelujah. So why do you ask somebody who's not filled with the Holy Ghost about the Holy Ghost? What do they know? Except what somebody else said, that it was wrong, and Joel Osteen's wrong. And I'll just say this about Joel. He gets more saved in one Sunday morning than all these critics do the, all their life. Hallelujah. Brother Hagin said, any old mule can kick down a barn, but it takes a carpenter to build one. <laughs> 
Amen. And so people who are just all the time just tearing down stuff, I, I, I pray for you. I really do. Amen. Go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to every creature. Amen. He that believes and is baptized will be saved, and he that believes not will be condemned. Amen. But don't go around just spending all your time trying to be critical of your brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. The devil's the accuser of the brethren, not Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus ever lives to make intercession. Amen. Well, I'm getting, I'm getting about out of time. But now, there's power in your words. So you've got to learn to say the right things. Amen. Let the weak say, I am strong. There's such, there's such a principle here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave us with, uh, with some scriptures uh, about talking right. Amen. So listen quickly. You can write them down if you want to. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Let me get to my spot here. Hallelujah. Revelation 12 and 10 says, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of God, our God, and the power of His Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who has accursed them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him, the accuser of the brethren. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Amen. There needs to be word in your testimony what God has done for you. Your testimony should be the voice of the word. Matthew 5, 37. But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these... Is from the evil one. Matthew 5, 37. Jesus told us that. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Proverbs 21, 23. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Proverbs 10, 19. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. Glory to God. James 1.26 If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. 1 Peter 3.10 For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. It's just so much about the Word of God, what you say, what you don't say. Proverbs 15 and 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. See, some people have a broken spirit because they, they don't control their tongue. And they're just speaking all kinds of stuff on themselves. Psalm 141.3. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep a watch over the door of my lips. Lord, help us. Amen. Proverbs 16.24. There's a whole lot more. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. What you say matters. Proverbs 10, 21. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for a lack of wisdom. Luke 21, 15. Jesus, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. 
Help us, Jesus. Matthew 12, 36. But I say to you, every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Proverbs 15, 23. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season. How good it is. Proverbs 10, 11. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life. Praise God. And, and one more. Let no corrupt word, Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to hearers. Is what I'm about to say going to impart grace to believers? When you get ready to say something. Amen. Some things don't need to get out of our mouth. Amen. If we'd, if we'd learn to, to, to run it by the head just a little bit before we let it go. Because once you say it, you can't get it back. Well, I hope I've helped you. I've tried to. Amen. I'm helping myself. Praise God. Because, I, 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 you know, we need to be reminded and we need to refresh your courses. And faith comes by hearing, not by having heard. Amen. Well, I sure do love you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that your word is alive and powerful and sharpening the two-edged sword, and it will not return into you void, but it accomplishes uh, what you proposed it to accomplish. And we thank you for the work you're doing. Yes. We give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. And all God's children said, Amen and Amen. We will be here Sunday morning uh, at uh, 1030. Hope to see you there. There will be no service next Wednesday night. A week from tonight, there will be no service because we're most of us, uh, the leaders, are going to be in New Albany at Church on the Rock for the Word and Spirit Conference. Uh, and if you can be there, you'll, you'll, you'll be glad you were. Praise God. I'm, I'm impressed with, uh, with what Jordan's doing, Pastor Jordan's doing. He's doing a great job taking over for his dad. And they're, they're still on faith. And they're still on believing God and teaching people uh, I was going to talk about my vision of, with the sword and everybody exercising authority. I just didn't get to it tonight. Praise God. But, but uh, we'll see what the Lord has for us Sunday. We sure do love you. God bless you.